The following program contains coarse language and nudity. Discretion is advised. Hey there, folks. This is Kristen Williams with another Trans Advocate podcast. And today we have the regular pod crew back, which is... Robin Mack. And Alexis. And so, how is everybody? I'm back. In this post-election podcast. I'm a little bummed out. <laughs> <laughs> okay, good. Because I was going to try to figure some way to be sort of upbeat on it. And it's like... No. Most of the people that I hope would win one, but then one didn't, and I'm sort of bummed out about that. Well, I mean, it's kind of a, an important thing, you know, the, the, there's a, a very uh, key, some key elections look a little bit iffy now, at, now, ta- now, you know, that's, that's Yeah, that's I, I, think, I think we're still going to have problems with the Texas Senate, Yeah, and mainly mm-hmm. because of the lieutenant governor who runs the Texas Senate, and I don't think he'll get swapped out because of the fact that I don't think the current Democratic candidate for governor is going to win, and that sort of carries lieutenant governor with him. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, cross my fingers, hope she wins, but we'll see. I just want a new governor. Like, every, yeah. time, I, every time I leave the house or I turn All on I Facebook, like, all I want for Christmas like, is a new yeah, governor. All I want for Christmas is a new governor. Yeah, well, I don't yeah. think it'll happen this time. I, I may be wrong. I hope I'm wrong, but we'll see. Well, before we go much further, I want to go through the June primaries that are coming up. So if you hear your state come up on this list, you have a primary and coming up in June. So get ready. It's uh, Alabama, uh, Iowa, Maine, Maryland, Mississippi, Montana, Nevada, New Jersey, New Mexico, North Dakota, Oklahoma, South Carolina, South Dakota, Utah, and Virginia. You all have primaries coming up. And it's important to act and to vote and to register. And of course, if you listen to this podcast, you should know that on the Trans Advocate, you can go there and we have a link where you can register to vote, especially in states that allows online registration. You can do it right through that form. So that's June 8th for them? Uh, so it's throughout the entire month. Oh, okay. So it's mm-hmm. just enough time to put it in your calendar and just enough time to mm-hmm. fill up your summer plans yeah. and forget to vote. <laughs> <laughs> Don't be Texas. <laughs> yeah. You know, I mean, it, it's sort of strange because it feels like our primary was a, a lifetime ago. We've had, we've had four elections since our primary, actually. Man. And we have at least one and probably two coming up between now and November. Mm-hmm. Jeez. That's crazy. Yeah, it is. This, this, this year is all elections in Texas. Man. I mean, I don't think there's a week that we don't have some election either starting or voting or registering <laughs> for or something. I mean, it's constant. Well, I, I wanted to talk to you guys about something. Uh, I saw a news story kind of come over, you know, I I saw it in the queer media. I saw it in mainstream media. It was all over. So I thought I would go ahead and share it uh, in our Trans Advocate news feeds. And uh, it's been quite controversial, to say the very least. Was it the royal wedding? Yes, it was the royal (laughs) wedding. (laughs) (laughs) No, it was Yancey or whatever, right? Um, No, it was a story about, supposedly, there is a study. A study that proves 
that people are walking around with tranny brains. Oh, tranny brains. Mm-hmm. That's tranny a new brains. hashtag. Yeah. Hashtag tranny brains. <laughs> oh, no. Here we go again. I, I was walking across the street and I had this moment. <laughs> hashtag tranny brains. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Uh-oh. So Is this news. like brain freeze when you eat too yeah. much cold stuff or something? Yeah. I mean. Yeah. <laughs> oh, gosh. Yeah, no. So Pink Ooh. News is reporting brain scan can tell kids if they're transgender study shows. Study shows. Well, well I read the article you were talking A about A brain first. scan can reveal <laughs> someone's true gender, according to the study. Um, well, so that, what do you think of that? That's better than shock therapy. Yeah, that's better than a Mike Pence test. <laughs> I'm sorry, I have to laugh. I'm so happy to be to back. To begin with, study. Was study. it a study? Oh, 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 you're getting all critical and want to know facts and stuff. Well, oh. yeah. Well, actually, this is uh, one researcher, and it's a uh, it's an abstract from a symposium a gathering a meeting that happened in barcelona spain the european society of endocrinology so as their meeting so, she presented some of her findings this is the abstract they're calling it a study okay so mm-hmm. we have a researcher a re- one who, who, researcher who is working in france mm-hmm. happened to see that who presented something on her research, which sounded pretty preliminary when I read the mm-hmm, little mm-hmm. abstract, to, you know, basically a meeting in Spain mm-hmm. where she said that every now and then, sort of a little bit statistically, it mm-hmm. looks like that uh. it's a little more this way than that way. Uh-huh. And, and it's, you know, statistical and it has a lot to do with how you interpret the brain scans and everything else. Mm-hmm. Sure. And suddenly we're taking it as proof. Perfect. <laughs> well, you know, so this isn't the first time something like this has come up. Uh, probably, it seems like every three to six to eight months or so, a few times a year, I see one of these studies that comes out in the various news media, you know, goes, oh, 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 we found the trans person in the brain. It, it's it's the gray matter. It's the white matter. It's the... It's this part of the brain. It's that part of the brain. We can't see it on fMRIs or MRIs. Oh, but we can see it on that, but we can't see. So what are your thoughts about all of these various brain studies on gender and transgender people? Okay, well, I have two sets of thoughts, and I mean that quite seriously. Uh, Set number one is that it's dangerous for the transgender community because people will start to say, well, since we can prove that, let's go run one of the scans. A different doctor interprets it differently or it's run incorrectly or maybe... No, no, no. This is science. Science. No, it's not. It's medicine. It's art. <laughs> There's a difference. Oh, no, 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 no. Science, medicine, and you, art you, don't you exist anymore. Medicine. We don't fund it. Yeah. You know, yeah. I mean, it, it's not anywhere close to science yet on the brain scan. In fact... A lot of the scanners are always computer generated and they aren't necessarily showing you exactly what's there. They're showing you what the computer thinks there. But nonetheless, Mm. you get this scan. So someone then uses it to say, oh, well, you know, this person has this trans brain. So they suddenly need this extreme therapy to fix it. 
That's Ooh. a big concern. Second thing is... That's that Mike Pence gate right there. Yes, it is. Yeah. The second thing is, when you look at it and someone says, well, I know you say you're trans, but we did the scan and I didn't see it. Mm-hmm. So uh-huh. now you aren't trans. Mm-hmm. That scares me being gender fluid. I have no clue what mine would look like. <laughs> you know, but it is a little scary. You'd have to like go on average a few times. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Now, you know, I mean, one study that has been done on me is that I know my pheromones change when I change the way mm. I'm presenting and feeling. Not mm-hmm. presenting, actually, more the way I'm feeling. But, but you know, that's sort of like one side of it. It's scary because it's not definitive, but people are going to take it as definitive because right. people don't like wishy-washy things. Mm-hmm. On the other hand, we are seeing more and more and more studies that pretty clearly have a little piece of something that says, you know what? The trans person's different. Mm-hmm. That means, you know, it's the way we were born. It means it's the way we have developed. It means it's, it's what and who we are as opposed to a choice. And that's a huge thing legally. Mm. So, right, yes, so yes. you know, I don't know when it breaks over that people who don't really care for our, the people of our community start mm. to say, well, okay, maybe it isn't a choice. But, mm. you know, it, it, at some point that will happen. I think that could be really good for us, whether it's totally definitive or not. So well, I, I sort of see two sides. I just worry that it'll go way too fast. My, my thought is, uh, I, I remember a decade ago, someone asking me about brain studies. Mm-hmm. And I told them, look, my my position is that I'm agnostic. I'm I'm not saying that, you know, all of these studies are totally correct or all of them are bullshit. I'm not saying that there is nothing to them. I'm not saying that they're all perfect. I'm saying that I don't know. And if they want to continue doing research along these lines, fine. You know, if they want to continue looking at the neurobiology of trans people, gender, queer people, intersex people, fine. That's fine. But to to tie my rights, my human rights, my ability to function in society um, as an equal citizen to, uh, as you said, uh, <laughs> yeah, the the judgment call of one doctor over another that that's that that is problematic and i get the instinct to want to say ah well we have found this and therefore being gay is is uh inborn i remember hearing something about uh i think it was ear some something about ears and uh lesbians and <laughs> right. and and you know it's like we have this this need to try to find something about this group mm. that is we can point to and go so, aha so here's the thing that everyone that's non-trans should be scared of hmm. if you do it with trans people <laughs> why well, you know there's been a lot of studies about serial killers Mm-hmm. There have been a lot of studies about criminal brains. Mm. If you start to say, gosh, we're going to take these, quote, brain studies and label someone, be careful because the labeling can go beyond just the trans community pretty quickly. Right. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, who knows? It's just like, oh, we did a brain scan. You don't get to live in you know free society. And those mm. are the scary things. That That's the... The true Orwellian, even though we're way past right. there, view of the world. <laughs> right. Uh, it's going to be so, the next hand. So, you know, you, you got to really look at it. Of course, personally, I just love to have brain scans of a 
certain group of politicians. Well, but uh, that's know, just okay, me. Okay, so brain scans, but then they do things like uh, finger digit ratios. Um, I think that's a little more so-called legitimate or like there are some morphology differences supposedly between uh, cis, het people and, uh, you know, queer folks uh, with with uh, digit finger digit what Our is fingers? it the yeah oh, yeah like, supposedly okay like, now we have to look at our hands finger. like what what about it okay <laughs> <laughs> gonna think, yeah, see, the problem is you have to know all the little weird details okay, and i never okay. get i okay. never get them right when i try I, to remember i remember and it's interesting i i so god it it was at dr cole's annual meeting in galveston maybe in the 90s, uh-huh. uh, they wanted to do this big finger-digit ratio trans study, and they had us all putting our hands on the copy machine to, <laughs> to make it. Wow. <laughs> and we were all supposed to do this and, and send our photocopies off to some sort of university that was doing this. Because never heard anything <laughs> from the study. Probably because it didn't show anything. <laughs> Interesting. Is this why they keep talking about Trump's little hands? <laughs> I had to say that. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Well, you know, it, I don't know. I mean, the biggest thing, as I recall, is it's the ratios on your yes, finger your ratio. And you know, my only question, I remember when it when it was first brought up to me, which was a long, long time ago. Mm-hmm. I'm like, well, what if you have arthritis? <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> things shrink and they get weird and gnarly. And I've sort of had arthritis my entire life in my hand, so it's like, well, yeah. does it really work? Who knows. Well, I wonder what what legitimately could they come up with from brain scans? I'd, when we wrote the gender book, we were creating the brain uh, page because so many people had brought up the comparison between a boy brain and a girl brain, right? Because it also goes you're saying you're saying it goes back to laws, but it also goes back to education, right? Like girls can only understand this, mm-hmm. whereas guys are so uh-huh. much you know made for so much more. Right, like, it, it the gets, pink and blue brain. Yeah, it gets saturated, and mm-hmm. I mean we couldn't really find any no. reports that yeah. said anything different from boy brain to girl brain. But but I think it's interesting that people are trying to. Uh, look at trans brains and like we talk so much about gender identity politics like whose trans brains are they taking pictures of (laughs) so uh, Cordelia Fine uh, has this really interesting good book uh, fairly good there's certainly she conflates gender expression and gender identity a lot but uh, on the whole, the book is good, and the book is called Delusions of Gender, and she looks, she really goes, does a deep dive into the fallacies that exist in a lot of these so-called gender, brain gender studies between, you know, men are for Mars, women are for Venus, and it's all in the brain, mm-hmm. and, you know, different brains, and those kinds of things. She does a very good job of poking holes in that. Um, she hints at some some studies that might prove interesting, neurologically speaking, Mm -hmm. and those are implicit studies. Um, And so there there have been a few, I I think one, two, or three various studies, implicit studies in trans 
children. That is, you know, what is your implicit uh, gender? That mm-hmm. is, you're basically testing for what is subconscious, what is represent, rep- what represents me, I, concepts of mm-hmm. who I am. And what they, they found was the, the implicit gender of trans girls and cis girls are, are similar. And uh, trans boys and tra- and cis boys are also similar, but and, and I think one of the comments on the the article that you started this with on Facebook ah, to your yes. post said we've been telling them that for a long time, <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. and I think mm-hmm. that's sort of it. Uh, well, it, 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 it's the question that. You know, the brain scan will tell you if your kid is trans. The way that they phrase that feels pretty dangerous to me. It it does, because nobody is saying that's the way it really will work that has anything to do with that research, I mm-hmm. mean, at all. Right. In fact, a brain scan won't tell you anything about yourself so far. I mm-hmm. mean, they keep trying and trying and trying, and... We we know that most things related to medics, medicine and testing and scans don't really give you a definitive answer. They give you information that the doctor then, mm-hmm. using their knowledge and experience, tries to come up with an answer. Sure. That's and, I and, yeah. and, you know, it's very little of, you know, medical research is what I would consider firsthand direct research mm. i mean it's not like taking chemicals and saying let's put them you know in a mass spec and see exactly what's in it oh right right you know it, it's like okay so here's what we see and usually when we see this it's normally sometimes always this right <laughs> you know? exactly. and, and it, it's those sorts of things so we're back to statistics and and statistics are perfectly fine but they don't work for individuals mm-hmm well, folks, uh, we want to hear from you. What are your thoughts about this whole concept of brain studies and trans brains and girl brains and boy brains? And, you know, I feel like I'm a zombie. Does it matter? Yeah. yeah, it doesn't matter. <laughs> you know what just dawned on me? It, it's sort of interesting because if we have someone who identifies as female mm-hmm. and they act a lot like, quote, boy, uh-huh. you know, like they're really good at math and they're good at engineering and these things mm-hmm. sure we tend to talk about them as having sort of like a guy brain or a guy point uh-huh, of view uh-huh, and, uh-huh. and i'm like you know it, it it may just be the fact that we define it that way like it or not <laughs> it doesn't matter mm-hmm. you know who you really are or anything like that you know it's, it's, yeah poppy northcutt was on the uh, nasa what was a command control right uh stuff for the apollo missions i guess yeah. you know way back well, when mm-hmm. and i guess she she was actually has a boy brain i guess right Right. I wouldn't say that to Poppy's face unless she likes it. Yeah. I'm just saying. They're like, oh, okay, look out. But I, it, and I mean, just just on our podcast alone, like we've talked a lot about, you know, there there's a there's a huge array of people who identify as trans. Some take hormones, some don't. Mm-hmm. Some go off hormones, like. How does that impact some your take brain? Low dose you know? hormones, some and then take so do buckets. cis people. So do cis people. So sure, I, yes, I think exactly. you know, one of the things that you brought up when we were interviewing John, um, how do you say his last name? 
Rosenthal. Rosenthal. Uh, was, you know, we, we do have to be careful because even something where we're not talking about brains, we're talking about a lot of hate towards bathroom bills. It's too easy to think that that's now just a trans issue. Mm. No, mm-hmm. there are, this, this, this woman got beaten right. up yeah. as a hate crime. Like mm-hmm. I'd hate to see a trans day of remembrance include cis people that were like mistaken for trans people. Like, oh, that, that's happened you know? already. I remember yes. there was... One of the hardest phone calls I took, we had a, back in the 90s, we had a 1-800 line because there wasn't any trans, there wasn't any place to call. And there was uh, a guy who was included in Trans Day of Remembrance, a cis guy who, whose wife wanted to go into a store. This was a small town. Uh, she said, please hold my purse. So he was standing on the tr- street with a purse. And some people rode by and went up and murdered him because he was holding a purse. And uh, his mother called me. She called that line. Uh And uh, I got to listen to her just cry and cry and cry. And she told me that she related to me that as he was dying on the street, that he was saying things like, mommy, I want my mom, you know, and it was, you know, just heart wrenching, Mm -hmm. you know, those, so, you know, this whole stuff about trans, it's not just about trans, it's about everybody. Well, it's like most other things. It's about people, like it or not. Yes, exactly. And, Mm -hmm. and there are some people out there that I personally consider evil because they want to hurt other people. Mm -hmm. Yes. And they're just looking for an excuse. And if, you being trans happens to be an excuse, then mm-hmm. that's one thing. If if mm-hmm. you're holding somebody's purse, that happens to be an excuse. That's another thing. Yeah, maybe so it they doesn't just matter. want the purse. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They're, yeah. They're cool. just people that are evil people. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, wow. Now that I've brought everyone down, <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I want to uh, take a quick break. Remind you of a couple of things, and whenever we come back, I, I want to ask you get your opinions about something that people wrestle with during transition. If you're trans, intersex, or genderqueer, and are a victim of a disaster, we can help with our Trans Disaster Relief Fund. And if you're going to college, university, or trade school, you can apply for one of our scholarships. Located in Houston, Texas, we hold weekly support group meetings and run the only community owned transgender archive that's open to the public. Also, please keep in mind that our 2018 Houston Transgender Unity Banquet will be held Saturday, September 15, 2018. If you'd like to learn more about any of this, just go to transadvocate.com. And we're back. (laughs) (laughs) So, hey, what, what are you guys like? Okay, so one of the things that I've noticed, and we've talked about this before, um, People want to believe that transition is all about pills and surgeries. It's about clothes, pills, and surgery. That's it. That's what you do. You don't have to take care of housekeeping. You don't have to deal with your emotions. You don't have to deal with any of that stuff, that personal stuff, the hard stuff. You know, that gets left to the side. So one of the hardest things that seems to affect the day-to-day lives of trans people is resentment. I mean, resentment at society, resentment 
because of various employers and experiences we have. And why didn't we do this earlier? Self-resentment. All of those kinds of things. You know, how do you grow past it? How do you deal with the, that, that sense of, you know, why didn't I do this earlier? I was so fucking stupid. That, that kind of talk. Resentment, the, the feeling of, you know, they did that thing to me and I'm feeling it all again. How do you deal with it? How do you move past it? How do you let it go? Yeah, that's a good question to say mm-hmm. the least. Uh, you, know, you know, one of the things, and I'll mention this before I make the comment I have on resentment like that, and that is that, you know, observational, the hardest part is actually coming to terms with who you are and yourself when it comes to transition. Once you do that, the other stuff seems to get better. Mm-hmm. And some people never come to terms with that. And, and I think that's where a lot of the resentment comes now, in. Let me, before you get even there, what do you mean, come to terms? What does that mean? You, you are who you are. You need to figure that out. Okay. It, it may be that you've transitioned a little bit from where you were before. It may be that you've transitioned a lot. Maybe you've decided to do chemicals only and hormones and that sort of stuff. It may be you're doing surgery. It may be all of the above, none of the above. But wherever you are and wherever you're going to be able to get to, everyone's going to read you strangely. Everyone's going to treat you differently unless you're comfortable with you. Mm. And getting comfortable with yourself is the hard part from what I've observed. And, and, you know, and once people become comfortable with themselves, honestly, the rest of the world doesn't care nearly as much. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, it, it's, it's the type of thing that you've got to really figure out what's you're okay with and and make your life that way because if you don't you're just going to sit there and you know you aren't going to like you other people aren't going to like you you're going to be very negative toward other people always and and you'll think they're negative toward you even when they aren't they'll say something that mm-hmm. in no way was meant to be negative but you'll take you'll, it that way sure yeah you'll get that button pushed and and the whole bit and and i think that's the part that a, a lot of people miss i mean they spend lots of time figuring out exactly how many pills they can take and how much they can bump their hormones up to make everything happen yep. quicker and <laughs> yep. and working on voice and working on you know body changes to look better and, and I mean there's all sorts of stuff but you also have to work on literally who you are and I, mm-hmm. I think that we've moved a little bit further away from worrying about that than we used to because there's a lot of people who don't see a therapist all the way through their their mm-hmm. transitions etc and, and that's what therapists do help with mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, and the resentment side of it, I mean, that's the scary part because that's where you can just get into this cycle. Just, you, uh-huh, know, uh-huh. you know, as I think you sort of said, it's like, well, why didn't I do this before? You know, why didn't I do that? And the fact is you got to deal with where you are today right. because you can't be where you were yesterday. It just doesn't work that way. Work that uh, way. Most, most of us have lots of things that we wish we could go back a few weeks and try it again. It, it doesn't work. And you know, once you get to dealing with where you are today, you can actually move forward. And I think, you know, some of the people that uh, we've done things with, and with we, I mean, TFA on this one, where they they needed some help, frequently we may decide not to give them all of the help that we could give them mm-hmm. because they need to deal with it. Right. And, and you know, it, it's sort of like a little bit of tough love. Like a learning but, curve. But it's yeah. a real fact, and it's sort of like, you know, we'll keep them safe and alive, but... Uh, they need to deal with their life. 
You know, that's going to change. I know this is a cheesy state. You know, there's like little sayings, platitudes that, uh, you know, some are bullshit and some, I think, have some truth to it. And this is one of them that I've hung on to for many years. And the idea is that forgiveness is giving up on trying to change the past. And for resentment, it seems like what resentment feels like to me is something gets triggered. um, Someone says something. Um, and I'm all of a sudden reliving that moment in time when it could have been otherwise. It should have been otherwise. I was done wrong. Um, and I'm feeling all of that. And sometimes that means that I want to react in ways that are kind of overblown, just what you were talking about, because I've been so-called triggered in this way. And, you know, if it's just me, and I'm trying to deal with all of this myself and, and just using Reddit or Tumblr or whatever as my mental health sources. <laughs> you know, Which a lot I'm of our trouble. community do. Like yeah. they, they, they don't leave their computers. Yeah. I mean, so having a good therapist in your corner is always a good thing. Having a good support system in your corner is also a very good thing. Mm-hmm. So support groups... Healthy support groups. Let me just preface. Healthy support groups. (laughs) Yeah. If you go to a support group and everyone is talking about how shitty everything is all the time and you feel worse than whenever you want. I mean, I think that's the key. If you feel worse when you leave than when you arrive. I mean, so I want to think about it. Or even if you're physically not there and you're like in a Facebook group or a a chat group or whatnot, Mm -hmm. like that also plays in because not everybody can physically get somewhere. And, you know, I think a lot about forgiveness, and I think the important thing for me for forgiveness is to remember that it doesn't mean acceptance. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't have to accept what happened or approve on what happened. I just have to continue. Like, I'm agreeing in this moment to no longer punish myself or the other person. Mm -hmm. That's kind of how I think about it. But on topics like this, I I have to ask myself, because I can make myself so, like, center-focused on, like, oh, I'm resentful because this, this, and this, and this is my experience, and it must be because of this label or this label Mm -hmm. or this label. But then I sit back and I say, like, is this a human issue or is this a trans issue? (laughs) As with so many things, it's kind of a human issue. Right, and so, you know, I have to look at that because my cis friends also get mispronounced. Mm-hmm. They just mm-hmm. don't get bent out of shape about it. <laughs> They're like, oh, that person must have just not seen me, right? Or like, whatever. Or like, like that mean, person must have just been occupied, you know, right? There, there was somebody the other day that I totally misgendered, mm-hmm. a totally cis person who cared less. Sure. I mean, I. Yeah, they like, turned around, and I'm like, oh, I'm sorry. Right, right. And I mean. And, and I get it. Like, maybe for them it's not multiple times a day so they can let it go. But mm-hmm. but it, but in a situation, I just have to say, like, it was this a trans issue? Now, I just got back from California. Uh-huh. And I'm traveling around. And so many times am I traveling around with my partner and my friends and we're read as lesbians. Mm. But the neat thing is, is that we're read as, like, couples. <laughs> okay. Which... You know, I'm not their sister or their cousin or some weird excuse thing, like, like Southern checklist that a lot of gays have to go through. 
right? It, like, like. Oh, this is just a friend. Like, yeah, exactly, right? Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. I'm not invisible. Okay, like, instead, I'm actually really visible, and they they're taking us as together, mm-hmm. and they're treating us as a couple. Uh-huh. Like, would you? Oh, would you two like to sit together on the plane to be with one another? Or, or oh, well, of course, your spouse. All of a sudden, I'm upgraded to spouse. Right? Your spouse oh, is going to be careful about that. Yeah, you, you gotta be careful. There right? is that common you gotta be care- Yes, you gotta exactly. You gotta be careful. So, would, would your spouse like to be on the rental? You know, like things like, and I'm like, I'm not used to this. You know, like, oh, this is how you view me in this moment, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. But if I come back to the south really different (laughs) i may not get talked to i go back to being tolerated or invisible i go back to like a a very different experience and and my whole my whole thought was like oh yeah yeah that's still there i'm not making this up (laughs) right And, and so i think that you know i mean and it also depends on like if we're going into observation about community I think it's very valid to just know like the scope of when you start taking hormones, there are going to be some more sensitive times than others. Sure. You're going to learn to process things differently during like, there's a big difference between someone who just got on hormones for only three months. And then there's somebody who like, who's had it for five years, uh-huh. you know, like how you process the things that are happening in your life are just different. And mm-hmm. if they've changed your hormones recently well, recently, and yes. adjusted them or something, uh-huh. Or maybe they need to, think, right? Yes, or maybe they need to. That's something, to, uh-huh. something to think Th- about. Things, you know, things will be different. Yeah. And, you know, the thing with the resentment, uh, I the reality is the only person I'm hurting is myself. Yeah. You know, I am feeling, you know, I am feeling this pain. I am suffering in this way. Not those other people. Mm-hmm. 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 <laughs> yeah. And see, that's what and, I start really resenting. <laughs> You know, it's like, wait a minute. Wait a second. I've they got this wrong. Feeling, I need to make them suffer. <laughs> well, I think the difference in the trans community, though, is like you don't have that long of a of a like if you have the tendency that when you're suffering, you self-sabotage our list of privileges are smaller. So our list of help circles are smaller. Our list of give a dams are smaller. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Our list of people who care about us are smaller. So I think that although it may be a human interaction whether you're trans or cis um or simply not playing the gender game like you you have a shorter privilege list Mm -hmm. you know and so i think that that has our community isolate more when they you know um fuck up their list you know to Mm -hmm. tell you the truth (laughs) 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 and 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 i mean that that's 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 the difference in those two experiences that i've seen is like oh you can be you could be like that but you only have a short period of time before you piss everyone off that's about to help you (laughs) well you know so i've i've and i've met some people you know have you ever walked into the room and you say man it's a great day out there and they go, <laughs> and then, and then you're like, hey, this amazing thing happened to me. Well, it's never happened to me. Like you those know. cartoon characters that have an anvil or a, a, a gray cloud over their head. Yeah. I call them Eeyores. Yeah, yeah. Eeyores. That's oh, exactly you're an Eeyore. right. Eeyores. I'm a magnet for Eeyores. <laughs> Yeah. I wasn't going to say that, but I was thinking that. Yep, I'm a magnet for Eeyore. I'm a magnet for Eeyore. 
but you know, I think, I think like, and also just sort of like some of our support systems are a magnet mm. for Eeyores and, sure. and then sometimes it's a stage and sometimes it's a lifestyle. <laughs> what? But like, I mean, I come just on. Hate that, like, like Eeyores like flying from well, left and right, attaching themselves to It's you. not a very good day because <laughs> I didn't go to my voice coach. I, I mean, you know, like I can't afford it. I guess I'll watch a YouTube video and try it again. I don't know. I'm completely yeah, you know. making that up. I'm trying to talk like Eeyore. That's horrible. But, but like, I mean, I mean we, we could go with a couple that we know, but that's we won't. That's horrible, right? <laughs> but but, but like, if you go to a talk group, and like mm-hmm. we said, healthy versus non-healthy, like is some of those places go in seasons depending on who yeah, shows up, right? Exactly. And we've got some, sometimes you got some traumatic stuff. Sometimes you got the, you know, new questions over and over again. Sometimes you're like, I've come here like a whole bunch and I'm just here to be supported and have support. There's different personalities that come sure. in at different times. But all in all, a talk support group can be a huge magnet for Eeyores. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. woes me's and it'll never happens, mm-hmm. right? <laughs> and uh, and so it's, it's a little tough. It's a little yeah. tough, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I I I think that sometimes that's why I gravitate more towards socials mm-hmm. because it's a little, by nature like by <laughs> <laughs> nature it's like a little bit more upbeat, you know? Like I'm not even trying to like mingle or hook up. I'm just trying to like air it out a bit, the, the, shake it up a bit. The, have the some bad fun. thing is that's why I don't go to support groups is exactly <laughs> right. what you said because I I see your yours as you call them and it's, <laughs> and it's, it's a perfect name yeah I see them as a challenge Ooh. it's like yep. oh let's just see how long you can actually stay that negative <laughs> and oh. that's not a good thing it's, it's not, not nice a, it's not a good challenge <laughs> you know it, it, it's not something I should do or whatever and, and you know but it it just happens. It's, right. one, it's one of my major faults. It's sort of like yeah, the world is not nearly as bad as you think it is. Well, so it it seems like the path that. to eordom is resentment. It's you know, yeah. Oh, oh, it could have been different. It could have been better. It could have been and, and should have been. And but again, like, if you're not psychologically prepared to flip that or move on, you can bring the room down. You can bring everyone else down. But but like, there's no magic power. There's no time machine that can bring it back. Right. So you, can't. you know, well, where do you move on? This, and this, I think a lot of people want community to do that for them, or you know, like mm, they come to mm-hmm. community because yes, because I mean, there's there's a valid point. They like someone not, else to fix it. Not <laughs> yeah, all news yes. for you. Not all trans uh-huh. people go into community. Yes. Right. Yes. So. That's I think that sometimes they're searching for that, like, how do I move forward issue? It's not mm-hmm. always how do I be passable. Mm-hmm. It's not always how do I how do I transition myself, right? Like, there's a lot of things on the internet now and YouTube and whatnot. Or, um, never mind, I'm not gonna go into more examples. But like, like you know, <laughs> but they come they come to community for what? Mm-hmm. And then they leave community when. You know, and how do mm-hmm. I not resent them after that? So, <laughs> ooh, well, hashtag wiper. Oh. I, I was going to say, you know, when they quote leave community because I, that I don't resent. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I think you know one of the big things though is it's back to the whole bit of they just can't deal with the fact that they don't get yesterday over. Well, some people come to community, they interact, they transition, and then they they leave. Absolutely. You know, and they no longer identify with community. Sure. And there's a resentment in our community about those people. Sure. That's kind of what I'm talking about. Like, I've seen a lot of lived experience of that. So I want to make a, 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 before we kind of, like, 
I want to make a clear distinction between Eeyores and people with clinical depression or various, uh, you know, mental illness that needs to be addressed by medications and those kinds of things. Um, you know, I, I'm, I don't want to, you know, I'm not sitting here. We're not laughing at the, the plight of people with no. medical conditions. That's no. not what we're doing. No. But no. Um, there, there are people that I have come across who, how do I say it? It's, it's like, they're it's like running the around. Lead blanket laid off everybody when yeah, they come in the room. It's like, well, I'm talking about oh, you more have of like some a happiness? personality. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm you talking have about some like, happiness. Yeah. Let me glom on right. to you. Like I've, t- I, I hate. I've had my down times. I've done. I've done all sorts of self care, self support. Uh, medic. You know, I have done some medication at times. You know, so I'm not putting anybody down. Mm-hmm. On that. Mm-hmm. If that's what you're doing, and it's taking everything for you to just wake up and stay in bed. I applaud you mm-hmm. like no one else will. And I say thank you to you. And I am not talking about you. I'm talking about the person that will kill the air in the room just because they want to um, have everyone join them. You know, <laughs> yeah, I'm, t- they- I'm talking about like if that person had gotten a hot date and a million dollar check, they would yeah. still be mad. Like I'm, talk- I'm talking <laughs> about that two person. million dollar. Check. Yeah, I'm talking about that kind of person, you know, and, <laughs> and, and, and also I'm talking about the type of person that gets solution after solution after solution. Oh, and then just, it's damn. never good enough. And, it, and, it, and it, it kicks the gift horse in the face, right? Yeah. <laughs> like, like, like you yes. came to a minority community and uh, now you have a wish list like <laughs> what and i'm also talking about the people who try to milk money off of this community uh-huh. that like i'm like what what part of the community do you think has a lot like like what part like caitlin showed her money that was that was the part that's who has yeah, the and, money and, and don't forget, like call caitlin that, that's she, what i say call she, caitlin she like that's exactly it. part of our community i just call caitlin like who has a bunch of money right and so 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 by all means if you are having a really hard time i'm not talking about you and, and I am the type of person that's why I'm a magnet for Eeyores I'm the type of person that will applaud the crap out of you <laughs> now tell us how you really feel <laughs> that was I'm an amazing get some, like, rant yeah, yeah just, like, just like I love you and I haven't even met you but I love you if you're clicking play to have community then I love you you know yeah, but I mean, if you're it... the jerk that just keeps jerking then it, that's annoying to me that's an Eeyore with our disaster relief fund, you know, the one thing that we did come up with is that Robin gets to call them. Yes. And, and if Robin doesn't fall in love with them, there's something wrong. Well, usually because the call's like, uh, the you know, I just I just love it. I just love them, right? Because, like, you can, our community members are like, hey, mm-hmm. here's what's going on. And it's really bad. And I don't know how bad it is, but I can tell you that it's really bad. And I can assess after a disaster that, like, it's going to be about this much money, but I can never ask for that much money. This is not reverse <laughs> psychology. They're, like, really serious about it mm-hmm. because I want other people to have some of the money. Uh-huh, right? uh-huh. And, and we're just a little fund. We're not FEMA. We're not, you know, a government support system that doesn't call you back when you actually need that money that they promised you. <laughs> like, we're actually people that are calling community members. And are, the way they respond, which is, like, just mm-hmm. melts my heart, is, like, 
they want to keep it going. They want to keep it spread out to people, but they uh-huh. also legitimately need help. Yeah. So, so they never down then. But there's those other ones. There's <laughs> <laughs> yeah. those and, other ones that are like, they write in saying they lost their job at Wendy's and they have four grandkids to support. And then when I call them, they actually lost their job at the post office and they don't know. Mm-hmm. They, they actually had more grandkids since the email. And like, uh-huh. they just, they start making things up. And then in halfway the through the call, they, they, it all changes again. Yeah. And I was and, like, uh oh. And, and it's always funny because I sit there and I'm like, this isn't someone that Robin loves. And even then, I refer them to a bigger fund that's announcing that they have lots and lots of money and they're here oh, to yeah. help GLBT people. And, <laughs> and, um, and even even then, I'm still willing to put them in a line where they're actually going to theoretically get major amounts of support mm-hmm. if they get called back. Well, exactly. I, I guess it was uh, so. Uh, I, I don't know, 10, 15, 15 years ago, something like that. We had started this housing program, grant for housing, trans-specific, you're homeless. I remember this. Uh, and, you know, that's what it was for. Very few beds, very few places, but we had, you, we were able to support a handful of people. It was a start. <clears throat> it was a start. And so I get this call from... Uh, this this person and they're like well you know i just heard from this person that that person that that, 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 that you have you know these apartments that you know you can i can move into mm-hmm. and i'm like well <clears throat> these are the program parameters blah 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 can you tell me about your transition silence silence <laughs> okay, well i used to live part. in so and so and um and I'm listening and sh- and she's describing having moved I guess transitioned from Dallas to Houston at some point, and I said, mm, okay, so this is for the trans homeless trans community. Mm-hmm. Uh, can you tell me, you know, where are you at with your transition? Mm-hmm. You know, uh, she said, sex change. Oh. I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah sex hard. change, yeah, yeah, sex change, yeah. yeah I'm one of those. Oh. Oh, really? <laughs> really? That's the answer I thought you'd get. Uh, yeah. Okay. Really? What yeah, kind really. of medication are you on? Uh, pills. Antibiotics. Really? <laughs> what kind of pills? Uh, they're 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 yellow pills. They're very expensive. Uh, yeah. I'm like, holy what? <laughs> I said, you know, I I said, look, yeah. you know, these are, these are the other providers, you know. That goes but, from Eeyore to scammer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> In all fairness to my Eeyores, yeah, that's guess, a scammer. That, that's not the Eeyore. That, that, that's I don't think scammer. I don't but, I don't think know, Eeyores are always scammers. The, the, the funniest thing is that a lot of people don't understand. That after you've seen a whole lot of people right. who are in the same general situation, it's really, really, really obvious. <laughs> right, 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 right. Did you see that? Um, and I, I'm drawing a blank on his name. Uh, got reviewed after the Supreme the Supreme Court kicked his case. Oh, back. Grim. Grim. Yeah, I was like, Gavin. Gavin. I don't know. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. Oh wow! I wish I really yeah. memorized his name and looked it up. But yeah. but yeah. Uh, yeah, the Supreme so, Court had kicked it back, but I guess they're yeah, the, the, the court that they, they kicked it back to because the Trump had re- revoked the uh, education department's guidance. Mm-hmm. They upheld his right uh, 
therefore trans students' rights to use the appropriate bathroom suiting their gender identity. Right. He's not the guy that's trying to take a peep, you know, somewhere right. and whatever. Right. Like, he's the guy that needs to go to the bathroom because he's a trans guy right. and he doesn't want to be singled out in the, like, nurse's stalls, you know? A- exactly. So, hey, folks, thank you for listening. Um, before we go, I want to remind folks that we do have our giveaway. Just go to the website, transadvocate.com, sign up. You'll see the little ads for our giveaway. Go ahead and sign up. Uh, what, what, what is it that we're giving away this month? We have a we have really, a- really nice mug and a bunch of buttons. Mm-hmm. And and the next giveaway? That's going to be next week. That'll start next okay. week. We don't know exactly okay. what it is. Okay. All right. Cool. So, um, if you have but a the primary... Hint, the hint is that's coming into Pride Month. Oh. Ah. So, if you have a primary coming up, please be sure to uh, participate in your primaries. And um, please go ahead and sign up for the giveaway. Uh, and we will catch you next week. Thanks for listening to another edition of the Trans Advocate Podcast. We are a project of the Transgender Foundation of America, a 501c3 nonprofit organization. Your support makes what we do possible. Resistance means nothing without supporting elected officials who won't attack trans, intersex, and queer children in our schools. They can't vote, so you're going to have to do it for them. If you live in the U.S. and are not registered to vote, we can help you with that at our site. Register and vote no matter what. The Trans Advocate Podcast was produced by Kristen Williams, all rights reserved. The Trans Advocate is a project of the Transgender Foundation of America, a 501c3 nonprofit. The views and opinions expressed in this podcast do not necessarily reflect those of the Trans Advocate or the Transgender Foundation of America.